kind of, kind of makes that word bigger, doesn't it? When you think about not just how to spell it, but what it means in terms of people's lives when they engage in it. And over the weekend, we're invited by our nation to pause and to remember and to think about that word in, in all of its depth of what it means to sacrifice. So this morning, I want to do the same thing. I want to pause and remember, but of, of all the people in the world, we who are Christ followers ought to understand that word better than anybody else. We ought to understand the depth of what it means to not just utter the word, but to fulfill the word. So I want to suggest this morning some things important for us to remember over the weekend, some things important for us to remember especially uh, as, as Christ followers. And it kind of starts there, is that as we look at this word sacrifice, it, it means remembering, right? We need to remember. We've got to make sure that we do just exactly what we're supposed to do this weekend, you know? I mean, the, the whole thing of Memorial Day is about uh, the call in our lives as Americans, at least, to, to pause and just remember that what we enjoy uh, comes at a cost. And, uh, you know, back in 2000, Congress uh, passed a resolution that said, hey, at 3 o'clock, uh, we want everybody in the nation to just pause uh, and, and remember. 3 o'clock local time, just pause and remember uh, and think about this word uh, sacrifice. So I hope you're going to do that. I hope you're going to do that over the weekend. But we Christian people ought to remember more than anybody. And uh, if we go into the scripture right away, we can see how Jesus has this experience. And as he has this experience, when it's, when it's over and he starts explaining it to the disciples, the key thing he wants to lift up here is that, you know, there's going to be some remembering going on, right? It happens in Matthew 26, and it's that experience when this woman comes to Jesus and she gets into the house somehow and he's just sitting at table and she comes and she anoints him, his head, and other texts say his feet, and she wipes uh, his feet with her tears and her hair uh, and she anoints him and it's, it's the whole experience, right? And when the whole experience is over, this is what Jesus says about the woman who does this anointing of him. Says, you may be sure that when, wherever the good news is told all over the world, people will remember what she has done, and they will tell others. What was important about the experience? Well, ultimately, one important thing is that that Jesus says, look, everybody should remember what this woman has done. She has she has made her way to him. She has sacrificed to get there. She has sacrificed expensive ointment to pour over him. She has done everything to lay herself before Jesus. And he says, look, we shouldn't forget this moment. We shouldn't forget this. For, for as long as we tell the good news, as long as we're telling people about the freedom that comes in Christ, for as long as we tell the story about how Jesus gave up everything for us in sacrifice, for as long as we tell the good news, we should also remember this woman and tell others. Isn't that awesome? And tell others. You sa- Sacrifice. The experience of sacrifice is something that we ought to remember. That we ought to just build into our lives the opportunity to just remember sacrifice. As we remember the sacrifice, we have to acknowledge that sacrifice is not only not easy, but sacrifice is costly. 
Sacrifice is costly. If you look at that experience with this woman again and the, uh, and the disciples, the disciples have problem with it. And they say, you know, a woman came in with a bottle of expensive perfume and poured it on Jesus' head. But when his disciples saw this, they became angry and they complained. Why such a waste? We could have sold this perfume for a lot of money and given it to the poor. What's the disciples' problem? Well, it's costly stuff, Right? It's costly stuff. And they're looking at it saying, well, well, wait a minute. We could have taken this and got a lot of money for this. And, and after all, she's just pouring out some very costly stuff. Well, that's what sacrifice does. Sacrifice is costly. I mean, we can see that from the opening video, can't we? That, that the loss of one individual is not just the loss for that one individual, but the impact on their family and the generations that follow. Sacrifice, those who sacrifice their lives, their families, costly. That's the nature of sacrifice. And we can't forget to remember the cost. The cost of birthday parties missed, the cost of weddings not attended, the cost of all that human experience, wisdom and knowledge, lost because of sacrifice. Sacrifice is costly. We ought to understand that more than anybody else in the world. We ought to understand that. And it's summed up for us in one simple little phrase out of Hebrews 10 in the 12th verse. It's just a few words, and yet it tells us the expanse of how costly sacrifice is. It says, but Christ offered himself as a sacrifice. Do you see how costly it was? What did he offer? Well, himself. Everything. Everything that he was. Christ sacrificed. What did he sacrifice? Well, not just a little bit of this or a little bit of that. He gave up absolutely, totally, everything. Every breath, every drop of blood, every experience, every desire, every dream, every wish, every hope. He gave up absolutely everything. He sacrificed everything. This is the cost of sacrifice. The cost of the sacrifice that Jesus was willing to lay out for each one of us was the sacrifice of his entire life. Everything. 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 Now here's the challenge. And the call on our life as Christ followers is the same. The call on our life as a Christ follower is the same. If you look at Romans 12, Paul describes it in the, in the terms of sacrifice. He says, Dear friends, God is good, so I beg you to offer your bodies to him as a living sacrifice, pure and pleasing. That's the most sensible way to serve God. You see, if we're going to be a Christ follower, then it means we have to follow Christ all the way. And the call on our lives is the same. That we will be not only people who remember sacrifice, but we'll be people who participate in sacrifice. That we willingly, just like Jesus, sacrifice everything to Christ. Don't hold anything back. Not one breath, not one drop of blood, not one desire, not one hope, not one dream, not one wish. 
that we, we are willingly stepping up and saying, we understand sacrifice because we bring sacrifice to Christ and we lay our lives before Him every single day. If you're a company owner, it's saying, hey, my company isn't for me anymore. My company, I sacrifice to Christ. If you're a worker, it's not, hey, my time isn't mine anymore. I, I don't just work for a company. I work for Christ. My marriage, I give it to Christ. My kids, I give them to Christ. You see how it goes? You see, it is the sacrifice that is costly. And yet, it's in the sacrifice that we discover our freedom. It's in the costly sacrifice. Jesus gave up absolutely everything and he puts a call on our life to say, hey, if you want to understand sacrifice, it's, it's not just a one day a year thinking about those who gave up everything, but you know what? For we Christians, it's what we do. We sacrifice. We just lay our life and give it all to Christ. Paul says this is the best thing. This is the most sensible thing that you can do. And with that call is that it's not just a one-time thing, but it is a regular thing. Sacrifice is regular. If you look at Hebrews 10, it talks about the priests right away in Hebrews 10 who are sacrificing in the temple. And it says, the priests do their work each day. How often? Each day. Each day. And they keep on. They keep on offering sacrifices. And that's can never take away sins. But they kept on doing it. The priests in the temple, they would offer sacrifice in the morning. They'd sacrifice a lamb. And in the evening, they would sacrifice a lamb. Every single day, morning and evening, they would sacrifice a lamb. And on the Sabbath, they would double up. They'd sacrifice two lambs in the morning, two lambs in the evening. If that wasn't enough, they would sacrifice also during festivals. They would sacrifice on high holy days. Oh, and they would sacrifice any personal sacrifices. So remember when... Joseph and Mary brought Jesus, the baby, to the temple and offered a sacrifice. Remember that? These guys were offering sacrifices every single day. It's kind of like uh, this guy. You might remember this guy if you look at the picture here. Remember that guy? What was his phrase? Nobody remembers the donut guy? What do you always say? Time to make the donuts. Come on, I'm not that old, am I? You're not that young, are you? Don't you remember that guy? I'm at all the time. What was happening to this guy? It's time to make the donuts. He was a revolving door because it was always what? Time to make the donuts. Right? It's always time to make the donuts. Why? You see, that sacrifice for us is all the time. Every day. Just like for the priests in the temple, it was regular. It was always. It didn't stop every single day. They didn't have a time to take, well, let's take the day off. No. Sacrifice was regular. It was all the time. This is the call in our life. If we want to understand sacrifice, sacrifice, laying our life before Christ is an everyday, all the time experience. We don't get a day off. We don't get a break we lay our life completely, utterly, totally, and all the time. All the time. If you look at the Scriptures, encouragement uh, in uh, Hebrews 3, where he kind of lifts this up. He says, my friends, watch out. Don't let evil thoughts or doubts make any of you turn from the living God. You must encourage each other. How often? Each day. You see that? Each day. And you must keep on while there's still a time that can be called today 
Today, right now, today, each day, every day. The call on us is not just to remember, but to participate in offering ourselves totally and completely to Christ. To sacrifice everything we are, everything will be at His will and according to His purpose. We simply, all the time, every day, continue to sacrifice, sacrifice for Christ. Because it's exactly what He does for us. It's exactly what Jesus did for us. His sacrifice for us. When, when Jesus uh, came to John to be baptized in the River Jordan in, uh, in the Gospel of John, John 1, it says John saw him. He says the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and he said, Here is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. What's John saying? Here's the sacrifice. Here's the sacrifice that takes away the sin of the world. And and in the Greek text, the the tense of that take away the sin of the world is an everyday tense. It says, look, this isn't just that he did it once, but what he achieved that once applies to every day. That, That the forgiveness that he achieved that one day is available to you absolutely every day. That the forgiveness that he won through the sacrifice of the cross is never, never beyond your reach. That the sacrifice he accomplished when he laid out everything that he was on the cross is always, and at this very moment, available to you. Sacrifice is costly, but it is constant. And what Jesus offers you will never fail. It will never fade. It will never disappear. And as you sit here today, His sacrifice is available to you. Remember. Remember. Sacrifice is costly. Sacrifice is regular. There's one more thing. Sacrifice is messy. Sacrifice is messy. Talk to any GI who's been over there in combat and they'll tell you about combat. And combat is what? Messy, isn't it? It's messy stuff what they went through, what they sacrificed to do. It's messy stuff because that's the nature of sacrifice. And, and what Jesus went through, it was messy stuff. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't neat and clean. It was messy. Isaiah 53 knew it was going to be messy. If you look at Isaiah 53, he says, He suffered and endured great pain for us, but we thought his suffering was punishment from God. He was wounded and crushed because of our sins. By taking our punishment, he made us completely well. What Jesus went through was messy, wasn't it? Beaten, spit upon, scourged, Dragged through the streets with open wounds, nails pounded into his hands and his feet, thorns placed on his head. It was messy, wasn't it? But that's what sacrifice is. Sacrifice is messy. And some of you have messy lives right now today. Your lives are messed up. And sacrifice says, listen, bring it the way it is. Sacrifice gives the invitation to say, look, if your life is messed up, it's okay. 
You don't have to get it all cleaned up and neat and folded and, and in the drawer just the way it's supposed to be, lined up in the closet alphabetically. If your life is messy, sacrifice is messy. Just bring your life the way it is and lay it before Christ. Because that's what sacrifice is. Sacrifice is just messy stuff. And when our lives are all messed up, it is precisely the place where we need to put them. If you look at Hebrews 10 again, it says, My friends, the blood of Jesus gives us courage to enter the most holy place by a new way that leads to what? Life. You see that? Here's the thing. Jesus' sacrifice was a sacrifice that led to death and ultimately life. Our sacrifice, the sacrifice He calls us to make to take all this messy stuff of life and just pour it onto Him and put it onto His shoulders and nail it onto the cross with Him, it doesn't lead to death. It leads to life. This is the great irony. Because of Jesus' sacrifice, when we make that sacrifice... It is a sacrifice to life. We can let go. We can die the all the old stuff. Why? Because it leads to life. It's a sacrifice that leads us to that incredible opportunity to live the life that we could never live on our own or by our own or through our own. It only comes when we give it up and we lay it before Jesus because that's where freedom is. Sacrifice creates freedom. Over the weekend, we celebrate that. We celebrate the the sacrifice. We remember the sacrifice. Why? Because it created our freedom. And the same is true for we Christians. The sacrifice of Christ is the only place the world can really find eternal freedom. That's what he accomplished. And when we lay our life down and we sacrifice our life... It is a sacrifice to life and of freedom to live the way God wants us to live. He says, by his one sacrifice, he has forever set free from sin the people he brings to God. Sacrifice brings freedom. And Hebrews 10 can keep writing further on. So let's come near. Let's come near to God with pure hearts and a confidence that comes from having faith. Let, let our hearts be pure, our conscience free from evil, and our bodies washed with clean water. We must hold tight to the hope that we say is ours. Our freedom comes when we sacrifice. And when we do that, God is able to write into our lives and write into our hearts a life that we could never dream of or achieve on our own. Sacrifice is our freedom. And sacrifice leads to our life. But the bottom line, it's still sacrifice. Complete, utter, total. Sacrifice. Hebrews says, When the time comes, I will make an agreement with them. I'll write my laws on their minds and hearts. Then I'll forget about their sins and no longer remember their evil deeds. We get the freedom of Him not remembering. We get the freedom of that forgiveness. And we get God working in our life and writing on our hearts and writing into our life. We get the freedom of living the life God wants us to live. But it comes with the sacrifice that Christ won for us and now invites us to participate in. 
Here's the bottom line of the weekend. Absolutely, as a nation, we've got to pause and remember the depth of sacrifice. And the freedom we have as a people in this land because of those who gave up everything. But as Christians, we've got to remember every day the sacrifice Christ made for us and a willingness to give up everything every day and lay it at his feet. Do you understand sacrifice? So the question is, if you understand sacrifice, are you ready to receive sacrifice? Why don't you uh, watch the screen one more time, will you? And there's one video that I just absolutely love because I think it speaks to us about the depth of the call in our life to lay aside life. And uh, some of you have seen this one before, I know, but uh, it's just a great video, uh, and I like it, and I get to pick them out. Okay? But, you know, I, I think it will speak to you again uh, if you haven't seen it. But as you watch, think about the call it brings to you today if you're ready to make that sacrifice. Why don't you watch the screen? Look, it's a standard blood transfusion. We're going to take about two units from your daughter. We're going to put them into your son. I think it's going to give him a fighting chance. Right, we're hoping it's going to jumpstart his immune system. She has the antibodies. He does not. We've had great results doing this type of thing. Do you have any questions? Alright, thanks, Doc. Sweetie, you ready? pray. Father, we thank you today for sacrifice. Not just for the sacrifice of those in our nation who gave up so much so that we can be in the room this morning. We can worship you openly. We can name your name wherever we are. But today we come as those who remember the sacrifice of Christ. We're humbled that he would love us so much to give up everything. And in doing so, set us free and invite us to live. Make us ready. Make us ready, too, to, to participate in sacrifice, to, to lay aside everything for the sake of Christ. To be ready to give away, knowing that in our sacrifice we find life, 
write it on our hearts, write it into our minds, overwrite our own, overwrite our own will. Help us to be those people who willingly follow you in all things. Help us to be the church that follows you only in all things and gives up everything for the sake of one human heart that can know Jesus Christ. Father, let us be your people. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm.